This episode of Half a Star, the Half-Ass Podcast, is sponsored by nothing. Thank you for nothing. I'm Ben, he's Justin, and this is Half a Star, the Half-Ass Podcast for April 16th, 2020. Welcome. Cue the public domain music. song you can spank your grandkids to that's public domain theme song was by the public domain hot band uh letterbox with their hit single hey sailor <laughs> i do like that song though it was a good uh, little groove and if anybody cares or is wondering uh i pick the public domain theme song every week based on how silly the band name or the song title <laughs> is uh Hey sailors, welcome to Half a Star, the fun little friendship project between Ben and Justin. Half-assed ideas, half-assed efforts, and Ben is swatting a fly. <laughs> no, there was a feather in front of me and it was just sort of dangling there. Ooh-hoo. And I, could, I couldn't see it in real life, but I could see it on my monitor and it was really freaking me out. Well, we were this close. I'm indicating uh, about a, 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 an inch or two. Uh, this close to a tickle catastrophe here on Half a Star. Exactly. I thought you were going to say that we were this close to a flawless introduction, which we have never had before. Never have. (laughs) But, you know, we end well because it's over. Yeah, we're growers, not showers, I guess is what we're trying to say. It's a good ending in the sense that you don't have to listen anymore. Not that you're listening to begin with. You might be listening to this while you're scrubbing the driveway or whatever tasks adults do. Scrubbing the driveway, spraying the house. Taking the baby out for a walk. <laughs> Say, Justin. We have a lot of stuff to we do, do today. We do. We uh, have a, uh, a couple of half-star ideas from yours truly. Uh, and also, uh, Justin is going to review the movie uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, because we just finished with Easter. Uh, and again, he has never seen it. Never seen it. Um, I got an idea, though. Yeah, and then we're also going to uh, have an icebreaker, which I believe should uh, happen right now. I wore a sweater today. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed, Justin, but it was uh, it was snowing yesterday, and for a, a brief it bro- a brief period in my backyard today. I can't really speak to anywhere else in the world because, as it, far as I know, the backyard is all that exists anymore. So, Rona season knows no climb. I tell you, no climb. So okay. Um, Here's the icebreaker for today, Justin. Um, What Disney movie, Disney slash Pixar, let's not go into Star Wars or Marvel or anything like that, but Disney or Pixar movie, would you associate with me? Either that you believe I would be in, like the universe I would inhabit, or uh, just something that you have a memory of me with or something like that? So I've been dwelling on this for a little while now. Of course, because I didn't just ask you this. Yes. Me and the boys in the lab, we got this, uh, we've been working on this for quite some time. Um, I might have another answer uh, if I think of a better one later, but okay. I know for right now. 
You're trying to make this into chicken fingers, aren't you? It's chicken little fingers. Ah, oh, damn it! I knew. Uh, I thought. I thought you weren't gonna remember that. It no, was a Disney I movie. Damn um, it! It's not quite Pixar. It's not quite Disney. It's something. It's Dixar. It sucks. Um, <laughs> but you. Now that effort is, we've nailed the bitchin' pun of Chicken Little Fingers. Um, next, how do we justify that being Ben? Mm -hmm. um, Zach Braff plays the little chicken. That could yep. be you. You're, yeah. you're a white. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big Scrubs fan, so. You like the shins? <laughs> I do like the Probably. shins. Probably. I also I, actually, like. I don't know if you do. I'm just going to guess that based on the everything else about you. <laughs> Um, well, hey Ben, what Disney Pixar movie am I? Um, I was going to say I associate you most with Wreck-It Ralph, I think, because mm. you've got big Fix-It Felix energy. I do. Yeah. I like um, to fix things. Typical man. Yeah. Not listening, just wanting to fix. Exactly. Typical man. Um, but also you've got a little bit of the uh, King Candy energy as well. Um, Don't we all? In, in Wreck-It Ralph. I do love I, Have you seen Wreck-It Ralph 2 yet, where he breaks I the have, internet? I have I not have. seen it. Ref, ref breaks the roof. Ralph, <laughs> Ralph, Ralph breaks the internet. I did see it. It was uh, yeah. quite lovely. Okay. Um, this may or may not make it into the final recording, but the um, Vanellope Wreck-It Ralph long goodbye is a neutral mask technique. The goodbye you wave yeah. until they're gone. Yep. Um, and that is educated storytelling at play. Well, yeah, it's it's a it's a neutral mask in a zone of silence. I think too. Yeah. Uh, a zone of silence thing. Yeah. You wave Acting. until they're gone. Thinking uh, we might as well just jump right into my half star idea. Jump. Um, so I actually have two. One of them's uh, one of them's a uh, smaller idea in terms of being a half star idea, and one of them is, is sort of a bigger one. Okay. The first one I have is that I just got some new mustache wax, Good. Um, and I'm currently wearing it to try to keep my mustache hairs out of my mouth because, as a lot of our viewers may or may not know, I have been growing this bad boy since I went into quarantine uh, 35 days ago. So, um, ben, is this wax to be applied to the mustache with the intention of ripping it off? And why no, Justin, it's not okay because that was a misunderstanding that you and I had when I told you about it. I thought the intention was you're gonna wax it off. Now, I can't grow facial hair, so I thought that when you get it to that level of thickness, the only way to get it gone and gone for good is to wax it. No. This is a styling wax. Good. Yes. Cool. Uh, however, I, so I, I just got it in the mail today from a uh, multinational billion dollar company that delivers things that I'm not going to name because they're not a sponsor. And um, we don't want their money. I very excitedly uh, put it on. I applied it to my mustache and, and styled it all up. And then I read the tube and it said allergen alert contains nut oil oh good and i'm allergic to nuts so that was a half star idea on my part uh i guess we'll just have to wait and see whether my top lip pops up or not so moving on to my second half star idea which half, is sort half of ideas one. half ideas yeah um half. the uh the the idea that i actually had prepared 
for oh. for the for this show. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're all in quarantine. We've been spending a lot more time on our phones. I think that's safe to say. Uh, both you know, scrolling, texting, IMing, tweeting, MSNing. Instagramming, MSNing, this Omegling. I'm twiddling my thumbs. Also speaking on the telephone um, but the microphone on these guys and on these guys uh are very sensitive to wind so my idea that i wanted to pitch to you in sort of a dragon's den type of idea is little wind socks to put on the tip of your airpod so it's it's like one of those you know like you go into a recording studio you've been in a recording studio before and it's got those like foam like things that go over the top of a microphone to like yeah. stop your like breath or your your punchy your punchy peas. Yeah. Uh, and then so I'm thinking like you just get like a little tiny one and you just put it over. Should, should I should I do this action more? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that is that helpful? I'm just thinking of the tiny fingered seamstress that it would take to make these. But I think you're on to something. I think that's a half star idea. Uh, tiny wind sleeves for your, uh, what are they called? I'm 50, I don't know what things are. <laughs> I believe what they're, what they're called if they're not actually an Apple product uh -huh. is a true wireless Bluetooth earbuds is, is what they're called. And do you have a name? Do you have a name, young man? Ooh, I'm going to call them Pod socks. Pods. Sure. So now that uh, you have a name that I came up with, sock pods, yep. um, and I'm entitled to a portion of uh, on net profits. Um, who do you think your target is with this product? I'm gonna say it's uh, anyone and everyone who uh, wants to live an active lifestyle. Okay. Um, whether that's your university student on the subway at eight o'clock in the morning listening and to their, uh, to their uh, music and wanting to record a voice memo so that they don't forget to pick up ramen after class, put those bad boys in, you've got a windsock in there, it's a little bit of noise isolation. You're, you know, your deadbeat 29-year-old son who just calls you every so often to put in the bare minimum effort while it's windy outside. Now, Ben, I don't have ear pods or official wireless Bluetooth headphones, tears, tears. What I do have though is a phone mm. um, that I use for uh, talking on. However, wind gets everyone. And that's the problem we all suffer from is um, the wind breaking our spirit. What, I, I just turned the flashlight on my phone. That's <laughs> how ineffectual I am as a phone owner. A phoner. If a phoner, yes. A phoner. Now, is there a, a product in your line of merchandise that could perhaps be a miniature sock for your headphones that's a maxi version for the full phone? So I'm, I guess I'm looking for a maxi mini sock for the phone. Yes, a maxi mini sock pod. Um, yes, it's funny you ask that because I too have a phone. Good. And um, I believe what I what I'm envisioning for this is also uh, a phone-sized uh, foam envelope that you can just slide your phone into. Uh huh. And, 
because not only will that protect your side of the conversation from wind, it will also dampen the wind coming from the other end of the phone call as well. Now, Ben, I too am a Canadian and I have a great disgust for mittens. Yes. And I'm one, won't be caught dead wearing them. I'd rather just sleeve it up. Sleeve mm -hmm. arms, as I call them. Um, but sleeve arms, trying to make a phone call, I can't do it. What can I do for my hands when I don't want to wear gloves, but I want to have my phone to my ear and protect it from wind? Is there a sock that can extend covering the phone and my wrist? It's so funny you ask that because what we're looking at now is uh, we're in R&D for this right now, uh, research and development. So it's, it's just a prototype, but we're, we're sort of coming up with, uh, it'll be like a normal tube sock that you would find uh, perhaps in a gym bag. Finally. And uh, you, would, uh, you would put that on and then there would be sort of a, uh, a, a foam ball attached to it with a cradle for the phone to sit into and then you just sort of suction it onto your head like that. Thank you, young man, for your idea. Um, I don't want it. Well done, Ben. That is a very good half-star idea. Thank you. I threw some curveballs at you, mm -hmm. but you caught my balls very nice. And I said yes to them, and then I added on details. You did. And that's what we in the theater business call voice acting. Um, we call it neutral mask. <laughs> and speaking of the theater community, Justin, Arr. I understand that you have a review of a movie based on a play. Sure do. We got a film I've never seen. It's based on a play, so you know it's good. Uh, it's kind of like uh, when you uh, read a book and then you want to see the movie version of it. And you're like a little bit bummed out because, oh, it's not like it was in my imagination. Well, this is one-to-one. -one. This is what, wow, I've already seen it. Now I get to see it again, but like. Stop. Which is exactly why Cats was such a success. We've got Jesus Christ Superstar. Every week here on Half a Star, I like to pitch uh, a synopsis of a film uh, that I've never seen, so you don't have to see it either. Uh, and I think I get pretty good with this. I'm getting better, I think, each week with uh, my pitches. So this one is based on a play. But did you know, because I do, it's also based on a book. Oh. And that book is the Bible. But what the, the rules to this, this pitch, is I have to list all my priors, all the prior knowledge I have that could influence uh, my, my synopsis for, um, for this musical. So what I know is this uh, Jesus Christ Superstar is a rock opera or a rock musical. Mm -hmm. And it's about the life and times of Jesus of Nazareth. Mm -hmm. That is correct. Mm -hmm. There's also a song in the musical uh, that goes a little something like Jesus Christ superstar do you think you're what to say you are that's the line which mm -hmm. is kind of a shitty thing to say to somebody because it really paints you into a corner like how do you respond to that it's like well yes it's like oh so you are what they think you say you are well someone's a little conceited aren't they or he says no it's like oh you're not then well Nuts to this guy. What are we doing following him around? So there's really a no-win scenario for old Jesus. Now the plot. 
they take the story of Jesus, of Nazareth, mm -hmm. and they contemporize it. They want it to be something fresh for the young kids, something really to sink your teeth into. So it begins with the prologue. It's Christmas Day. Uh, yeah. Christmas Day. Yeah. Uh, contemporary equivalent to a manger, a bus stop. Makes sense. Okay. And Joseph and Mary, his, uh, his lady, uh, they give birth to their son. And Joseph's like, whoa, Jesus Christ, he's heavy. And Mary's like, that'd be a good name. Now you skip ahead 33 years because nothing says good storytelling like going from birth straight to adulthood. Just skip the fuck out of all those teenage years. Like what, what was going on in that period? I bet like it was up to Jesus to write that down. And he's just like, ah, don't worry, I'll just remember it. <laughs> Typical teenager. And he taps his head to show that's where his, that's where my brains is. We got uh, no, no, this is a rock and roll show. I'm right about that, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And nothing says rock and roll like Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> power. Uh, so this is um, a classic story. It's uh, they contemporize the journey of a young man becoming a messiah. And the contemporary equivalent is a young man who works at a diner who one day wants to make it big at Carnegie Hall. <laughs> it's a real dream. And so it sounds familiar. Go ahead. He bought his first real six dream down at the five and dime. He played it till his fingers bled. What was, was the summer? The, what was the year? It was the book of Paul from chapter six through nine. Ah, yes. Good. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, now, him and some guys from school, they had a band. They tried real hard. Peter quit. And Judas got married. Um, they should have known. So he's got this band. And uh, they're like, you know, I think we got something. But Jesus is the real front man singer. And um, they get signed to this record label. And they're like, kid, we think you got it. He's like thick voiced. He sounds like the dad from Boy Meets World. <laughs> I think you got something. <laughs> sounds like he's gargling on children. Just a monster of a man. Jesus, I think you got something. He's like, you really think so? He's like, yeah, but you got to ditch these losers. Like, oh, that doesn't seem very kind, but okay, Carnegie Hall. So he ditches his band and he goes solo. And he's Jesus solo. Um, and uh, the record producer, he's real sneaky, like Barry Gordy Motown sneaky. Uh, and he manages to get Jesus for a big rock concert at Carnegie Hall. And I know what you're thinking. Do they have rock concerts at Carnegie Hall? Me and the Indigo Girls as of 2015 would say, yes, yes. they do. <laughs> so, rock concerts coming to Carnegie Hall, but then Jesus finds out about this sneaky behavior and he's like, I'm not working for this label anymore. Who's with me? And uh, all the other artists on the label are like, yeah, Jesus, Jesus, yeah, you really are, or whatever the song is. Um, and so they, they drop from the label and it's pandemonium. Um, and so in the Bible, what they did to handle the situation was they crucified Jesus 
And what they do in this version is they also crucify Jesus. <laughs> they publicly nail him to a cross. Then he dies. Then he comes back as a ghost or something. <laughs> well, Justin, uh, I got to say, in terms of plot points, uh, you weren't incorrect. You certainly weren't correct, but you were somewhere in between. Um, well, thank you so much for that. Um, and I think that that basically brings us to the end of the episode. I think so. I'm happy. I'm proud of that story. Good. As well um, you should be. I did write a joke. This is a little P.S. Oh, um, sure. Okay. I wrote that, I wrote that joke. Uh, there's not a lot written about Jesus uh, in his teenage years. Typical teenager, not writing stuff down. He's probably like, oh, I'll just remember it. And then I shared it online and uh, a musician who I'm friends with, who plays uh, exclusively almost at churches, and he liked it and I called him out and I'm like, yo, it's approved. <laughs> <laughs> he said, it made me chuckle over my cup of coffee. As Stephen Colbert said, joy is the most infallible sign of the presence of God. Well, oh, that's nice. And I'm like, well, that's a nice note to end on. I think um, so. We will be back Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern for our live Instagram show. If you uh, have any so questions, just ask us. Yeah. I know you too, Ben. If you have any questions for me, just text me. Yeah, okay. Sounds good. Call me with your... Uh... Sock pod. Sock pods. Yep. Sock pods. Yep. I like it. I think it's a good idea, actually. But anyway. Okay. All right. Well, until next time, we'll see you then. Let's play out with some more Hello Sailor. Wait, wave till they're gone. It's like the end of the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs>